0: This is episode number 39 of Ships with Ryan Kessler. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. welcome to today's episode of ships our guest for this episode is ryan kessler who is an actor and acting instructor from new york city his various acting credits include the vampire diaries ncis new orleans as the world turns south of hell pinkville practice and then on the stage a christmas carol 16 wounded sideman A Few Good Men, A Comedy of Errors, and Macbeth. As an acting teacher, Ryan has taught at the Penny Templeton Studio, Broadway Artists Alliance, Theater Arts Center, and Artistry Arts. He currently runs RK Acting Studio, where he holds weekly classes and coaches actors. Students have appeared on Broadway, Off-Broadway, and in film and television as well. He is also a founding member of Endless River Arts, which is a theater ensemble dedicated to producing classical theater for a modern audience. You are all in for a great episode with Ryan today. We talk about the connection that actors make not only with each other on stage, but also with the audience and how this is a heightened connection. We also talk about the importance of stories, of absolute focus, and why the craft of acting can not only help actors discover who they are, but also how it can help humanity in general. Ryan also gives some great tips for you actors out there that you definitely want to take advantage of and... We conclude this episode by Ryan discussing how theater, how acting creates a community and how community is a part of being human. So I really think that you'll all enjoy this episode. Please feel free to share it with a friend who you think it will resonate with. And without further ado, let me introduce Ryan Kessler. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Ships Podcast. Today we have Ryan Kessler joining us. Ryan, thanks so much for being here today. Hey, thanks for having me, Pat. I'm very excited to chat with you and learn about your experience as an actor as well as an acting coach. I said before to you, uh, before we jumped on this conversation, that I really believe that actors have a unique perspective when it comes to connecting and relating to people. And it was a big reason why I wanted to have you on the podcast. So thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm I'm looking forward to this and uh, hashing it out. (laughs) Well, I wonder if you could start off just by telling us a little bit about yourself, maybe where are you from and what led you down the acting path?
1: uh ooh, that's a good question so I um, I probably I guess I started acting when I was in high school which I think a lot of people that's that's sort of the genesis um, and then I continued to do it in college I did not study acting in college though that was that was sort of not on even on my radar and I didn't even think of doing it professionally until I was... Maybe twenty one, twenty two years old, and at that point, you know, my coursework had already been pretty much finished. Yeah. If I would yeah. tell my parents, "Hey, I want to start over," they would have um, cut my head off. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I had a, I had sort of a, I I don't, and it's sort of a roundabout way into this. Uh, but I was fortunate enough, and early on, to work with a lot of wonderful teachers and wonderful directors. And by the time I did reach you know, my, my senior year in college, I, I pretty much knew that I wasn't going to <laughs> pursue my major after I graduated, um, which is, you know, always a scary thing for, um, uh, you know, someone's parents and <laughs> and even themselves. And what, what was it that you majored in? I, I was I was a journalism major. I, I had every intention of being a writer or, you know, doing something in advertising or public relations. Um, I also quickly learned that those fields, when, when I would take internships, were uh, were not well suited for me, um, public relations especially, mm-hmm. <laughs> for a number of reasons. Um, but, uh, you know, acting was always something that really, um, I mean, f- for lack of a better phrase, ignited my, my soul. Uh, and that was the thing that I, I felt like I needed to follow. Um So when I got out of school, I I just started auditioning and, um, you know, I worked regionally. I worked I worked in summer stock for a while. And the thing that I realized by the time I was like twenty five, twenty six years old was that I hadn't gotten any better as an actor, Um, which led me to start studying. And by studying, once I started studying, I studied for like seven years. Um, And the reality was that, you know, I loved it. I loved going to class. It was the highlight of my week. Um, And then eventually uh, my teacher, Penny Templeton said, hey, I think you'd be, I think you'd be a really good teacher, which was a shock because again, never on my radar, never thought that would even happen. Um, And I said, okay. And I started teaching and uh, loved it and here we are today. So. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that sort of sums up, uh, sums it up nicely for everyone. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, but
0: what, what was it about acting? You said something along the lines that it like spoke to your soul or something <laughs> like that. What yeah. was what was it uh,
1: that spoke to you? Um, sounds like a very dramatic phrase. Now that we revisit. <laughs> no, it. but it's it's a good one uh, though. You know the. F- I think for the th- for theater especially, it's that connection. It's that connection with the other actor on stage and it's even the connection with the audience. And there's nothing like live performance, whether it's music or theater or whatever, dance. Um, You are seeing a human being uh, go through something. You're seeing them uh, sweat. You're seeing them move. You're seeing them um, experience, you know, this thing, this play, uh, and you're up close and personal. You you can't get away from it, um, and an audience experiences that collectively. So, for me, I think that was the that was the thing that really grabbed me is this there's this like heightened connection, um, and I just loved it. Uh, and from there, you know, it it be, I, I think we're all naturally storytellers, but for me especially, I, I love stories. And, you know, being able to read a play and, and sort of break it down is, is, is a joy. Um, being able to take a character and break it down is a joy. Uh, and being able to perform that, that play and that piece or that character on film and television is, is, is a joy. So for, for me, it really is just... It's really just about love and how much I love being an actor and working with actors um, and working with other artists, too. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, there was uh, something that you said with regards to being unable to escape. Or you said something along those lines. Like, uh, when you're either watching a show or whether you're acting with fellow scene partners on stage, Right, yeah. There's... It's that's all that's there. Yeah. And I feel like that is a truly amazing, beautiful thing. Yeah. Especially because nowadays we have so many distractions around us and we don't get a lot of moments like that where it's just us and another person or just us and an audience where that audience is completely focused on what's
1: transpiring on stage. Yeah, we are constantly distracted. Um and we're constantly distracted by screens and I'm I'm as guilty of this as anyone. It's it's you know some days it feels like every three minutes I'm checking my phone. Other days, you know, I put it down. But um yeah, the the thing about well think about this, before phones, before streaming, before any of this, like you would go and you would sit in a theater and you would watch a performance. And you are completely captivated along with, you know, 100, 200, 300 other people by this one thing. You're experiencing it together. You're experiencing it with the actors. Everybody's on that ride. Same thing with going to a movie theater. Everybody's sitting in the dark and experiencing this one thing for two hours. Um, And now we have these phones (laughs) that we're checking every 30 seconds and we're checking not just one thing, but six things at once. We're having a conversation with the person next to us. We're ordering a drink. Um, and, and, you know, this idea of like multitasking is uh, is can, can I swear on this? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, this idea of multitasking is kind of bullshit because it um, it destroys our ability to concentrate and really lock in with what's happening right across the table from us. And, and that's the beauty of theater. And that's the beauty of acting is that you have to lock in to what's happening to the other actor. What's happening in the air of that performance. What's happening with the audience. When an audience audibly reacts to something, that's like blood in the water for an actor, right? Yeah. Like you're like a shark. Yeah. When they when you get a laugh, when you get a cry, Oh, it's you, the best feeling. It's the best feeling. <laughs> when you get yeah. a sigh, um, when you see somebody on their phone, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, right? Yeah, Even yeah. that brings up a reaction. Yeah. Because yeah. for an actor, there's this heightened sense of awareness when you're on stage. So you, you sense everything. Um, but particularly that connection with the actor next to you. Uh, so it's, it's um, yeah, I think there's like a lost art of concentration that is really vital for, for artists. Absolutely vital, whether or not you, you're a dancer or a musician or an actor or even a writer. Being able to sit down and focus on that one thing without distraction so you can be 100% committed to it is is vital for your work. Um, but even for um, somebody who doesn't consider themselves an artist, which I think is, you know, untrue in a way, because I think we all sort of born and are born innately creative, Um but if you are somebody who you know, dabbles or wants to pursue some sort of art, you should, but also recognize that you have to shut down the distractions to really do it. You, know, you have to shut out the noise so you can be 100% focused on whatever you're doing. Right. Yeah. So. Do you think
0: that a lot of the actors or a lot of the artists that you coach now really struggle with this? really struggle with this importance of focus and really concentrating on their craft because there are so many other things coming at them?
1: Yeah, I don't... I think we all struggle with it. Yeah. Um, right. Because it's just permeated our lives in such a, you know... I mean, I want to say insidious way, but there it is a gift and a curse. And I think there are good things about technology. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but... Um, we have to just be aware of it. Uh, and for for actors, the thing that I see is, yeah, there's a concentration thing to it. But most of the times when I'm in class, particularly with adults, the phones are away. Like I actually don't see my students really picking up their phones, which is good. Um, I think the distraction comes in when they're outside of class and they're working, and You know, you're midway through that rehearsing that scene by yourself and you're like, oh, I should check my phone because that's sort of what your brain has been trained to do. Yeah. Right. It's like it's that addiction and it's that habit. And I'm as again, I'm guilty of this. too. Oh, yeah, we all are. Um, I should check my phone and really you should just put your phone in the other room so you can just focus and lock into to to whatever you have to do. But um, the other thing that I think is really dangerous for actors and really for anyone is, is is um the amount of time we spend on social media and the sort of comparison thing that happens. Oh yeah. Where you see your peers and you're like, oh that guy's doing that. Oh that oh yeah, she's doing that, that's cool. What am I doing? I'm sitting in my apartment checking Facebook and Instagram. And it well, they probably are too. They're just blowing <laughs> up their their highlights. Yeah. Yeah. But the comparison, um I think leads leads to, uh, you know, obviously there's a, a mental health health issue with yeah. it all. But I, I think for actors, it, it's sort of this, where am I in my career? Um, instead of really, it should be about where am I in my craft? Because your career, you don't always have a whole lot of control over. Your craft, you have 100% control over. So sometimes we need to take a step back and refocus on the things that we do have control over. And one of those things is certainly craft. Yeah. Um, career can really be out of our our reach very often. Do you, I always hear mixed opinions
0: with regards to the use of social media as a promotional and marketing tool. What are your opinions on that with regards to how, active or how much should actors be using social media yeah. how, how much should they be restricting their use it's a big question because you hear pretty- sometimes people say oh it's absolutely necessary yeah. you need yeah. to be very active on instagram because casting directors and such look yeah. at that uh, but like you were saying before it could be a distraction and people fall into this comparison trap as well yeah
1: um so all right so personally i i just I have such issues uh stomaching self promotion, just personally. Yeah. Um, which is not a good thing because we have to promote our work. So my my view on this comes from that. This sort of like, oh, I, gotta, I don't wanna promote this, just you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Uh but I, I think for an actor you know it depends on what you're promoting if you've created a web series if you've produced a play if you've set up your apartment and taped yourself doing a brilliant monologue from I don't know Hamlet um, promote that if it's good Uh, if you're sitting in a coffee shop after an audition I I don't <laughs> yeah. know if you need to promote that like I don't yeah, know if anybody cares saying. about that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they do. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. Um again like I, I for me the rule of thumb is is always is this about your craft and your art or is this about just showing that you have some semblance of a career. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I could be wrong. I don't always understand this modern world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I, I could, I I could be very wrong. I could, uh, you know, those posts where somebody's saying, Hey, just got out of an audition and I rocked it. (laughs) Uh, that, that might be good. There might be people looking at that saying, all right. Um, (laughs) but yeah, no, I know what uh, you mean, though. But I, I think for me, the rule of thumb is is this about um, my craft and my art and, and what I'm putting f- out into the world versus am I just sort of promoting my existence <laughs> and <laughs> screaming to the world, I'm here. Yeah, that's a good way right? to put it, actually. That's so like, true. And that feels like a lot of times what these posts are all about is just screaming to the world, I'm here. Yeah,
0: like, pay attention to pay me. Pay attention to me.
1: I don't know. I don't think that's actually a negative thing. I actually think that's a very human thing. Yeah. To yeah. want to be paid attention to. Um, but, you know, the question is, is how you're screaming that message? Is it healthy for you? And is it healthy for the world? Yeah. Th- these are, these, are, these, big, are, big these are big questions. <laughs> yeah. It really um, is like
0: figuring out this balancing act of... Yeah. Uh, Yeah exactly what you're saying Because it's uh, With social media it's this feedback loop So we're posting things with the hope That we're going to get likes That we're going to get comments That we're going to feel noticed Right But it's also a matter of like What are we putting out in the world Is it providing value to someone else as well Is it providing maybe uh, Inspiration Or or something else Another positive message Right and figuring out what what it what kind of posts will send that positive message. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're big
1: questions for sure. Yeah, they are. And is it a, is it a valuable use of your time? Yeah, yeah. To take that picture and think of that, you know, caption, and then put the filter on. Yeah, it's you a know? lot of energy. It's a lot of work. It's, yeah, it's a lot of work. And where can that energy be spent? That's more um, more about you know either evolving as a human or or as an artist. Uh, and, and those are and I think it's probably a case by case thing. There are certainly some out there who do have careers that do need to continually promote themselves because that's how you stay stay in front of everything um, but you know I, I think the amount of posting that people do is maybe a little too much i don't know I don't know I don't want to sound judgy right, right, <laughs> but yeah. um yeah,
0: yeah. It's sometimes tough, especially in the entertainment industry, where it is all a lot of it is about showcasing yourself, showcasing your work. Yeah, but also trying to figure out that balance of what's healthy and what's not. What's and healthy
1: and what's not, um, and of course, like being present online um, certainly shows the powers that be. You know, is this person a, a person I want to work with? Um. So I, again, I don't have the answers. I just know that in terms of my own health and um, the health of those that I work with, I think it's important to p- always ask that question. Am I putting my, my craft and my art first or am I putting, you know, myself first? Yeah. Are those two things one and the same or are they separate? <laughs> uh, these, again... I don't know. Big questions. Big Big, questions. Big questions. Yeah.
0: Now, uh, what we've talked a lot about or what I find keeps being brought up is the importance of the craft of acting (laughs) and how important that is. And just having worked with you before in, in your class, like that's such a key component. And just as an actor myself, I think that's of the utmost importance. Yeah. And so, as throughout your career as an actor, what would you say have been your biggest obstacles in pursuing acting, whether it be through the craft or
1: through just the, the business of it? Biggest obstacles. Um, you know, that's a hard question. I feel like I always found the time to act, um, whether I was pursuing an audition whether I was taking a class um, I think the obstacle for me personally was the, the rejection uh, and and watching projects fall apart um, that was always the hard part to get back up off of right because those were the things that really knocked me down yeah. um, I never like lost interest in you know technique or or picking up a script or reading a play that never was disinteresting to me um what i had what i've always had a hard time with is is just the amount of rejection that happens and the indifference that you feel from the other side huh right yeah when you've given this great audition in the room and then you don't hear a thing that can be a jarring thing for a young actor because you're, you, it brings up all these questions of what is, what's wrong with me? And the reality is there's nothing wrong with you, right? It's, um, it's just that the people on the other side of that table are really busy and they don't <laughs> yeah. have the time to reach back out and they've auditioned 25, 30, 40, 50, 100 people and you just weren't right. You may have been brilliant, but you just weren't right. And by right, it can mean a number of things. It can mean right for the part. It can mean right for the project. It can mean right for the director. So many moving factors, so many moving parts, so many moving factors. You will never get your head around all, all of it. So don't even bother you. Don't don't even worry about it. You know, go back to what, that thing that, that makes you feel alive if you're an actor, which I would imagine would be acting, and go on to the next thing. Yeah. Not easy. <laughs> right, but, right. you know, my hope is, is if I keep saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at some point, it'll be easier for people to um, make that a part of their lives. And it's like... A matter of, like, the more
0: you do it, I think the easier it becomes to just move past rejection yeah. after rejection.
1: You do. You do, you, you, you develop a thick skin.
0: Yeah. There's this great quote. I can't remember who said it or exactly how the quote goes, but it, it talks about how just, like, every day, whatever you're trying to accomplish, try to go out there and fail as many times <laughs> as possible. Sure. And I think yeah. that's right in line with the acting world because you're going to get exponentially more failures than you will, you know, wins.
1: Ab- absolutely.
0: Um,
1: yeah, failure is, uh, it's just, I don't, I don't even know if you, sh- yeah, failure is just part of the game. And you really have to just accept it and understand that you are going to learn, learn from it. Yeah. Um,
0: and I know what so. you're saying too, like failure almost seems like too dramatic of a word for it.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do want to stop myself from saying that Damn. often. But, you know, it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. I guess at the end of the day, Um, like technically speaking, (laughs) you're not always going to be great. And you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And you have to learn to not judge yourself. Um, And I think that's a big part of being an actor is not judging and editing your thoughts. Because when you start doing that, you, you stop all those amazing... Impulses you have, um, so it's a lesson you know to be learned for your art and also for your daily life to uh, to just keep going. Yeah, we put up
0: these roadblocks sometimes, and these imagined roadblocks. Yeah, they or these bo-
1: very real roadblocks, but we make m- more out of them than they actually are. Right. Uh, we make it more about ourselves than it really is. Yeah. So. Do
0: you, and how do you think? It- either actors or just people in general, from your experience, how can we break through these barriers that we may put down in front of ourselves? Um,
1: well, I think a big part of it is just being aware of them and uh, and, and, and finding a way to cope with them. Um, everybody's different, and everybody manages obstacles and rejection differently. Um, uh, so I, I don't I don't have a good answer for that. Um, for me personally, and the thing that I think I, I talk about a lot in my classes is, is, you know, if you're experiencing an obstacle or if you're experiencing rejection, go back to the thing that gives you joy. And if the thing that gives you joy is the work, just go back to that. Because when you make it just about that, it's going to be an enjoyable experience. Um, so that—that's the best answer I can give. Yeah. Um, and I wish I had a more eloquent uh, and thoughtful one. <laughs> no. but you know, these sometimes simplicity is key yeah, with these well, kind I of mean, things. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think too, like these aren't easy things to figure out. Yeah, they're big. And questions. I think everybody's different, and everybody handles these things differently. And f- finding out how you handle something um, differently is, is, uh, you know, part of, I guess, the journey. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Another word I dislike. <laughs> but you know, yeah, it's we like have you get use. why you get why people yeah, use it. I get it. why they use it.
0: Yeah, I want to go back to what we were talking about a little bit before. You were saying in your process of becoming an actor, you studied yeah. with penny templeton and she noticed something in you that and she said hey you should coach actors so i'm wondering just from that nugget that she put into your head why did you then want to pursue that why did you want to coach actors and Uh, really what is your process like in working with actors
1: so i love going to class i love um being around actors um, I love collaboration. So when she sort of dropped that into my head, those three things sort of like came together. Also, I was at a point in my own career as an actor where I was really burned out. I was burned out from being rejected. I was burned out from projects just not coming together or getting cast in something and then the financing falling through. I mean, there were a lot of like really, you know, close breakouts and then it just not happening so for me I never wanted to leave the the I never wanted to stop being an actor but I definitely felt like teaching came at a time when I was like feeling feeling like I don't know what else to do and you know she presented this idea and I said yeah okay and then i Still remember very clearly my first class just feeling like it was this very natural evolution. You know, of course I was nervous, but as soon as the students entered the room and as soon as we started, yeah, I felt really, really good about it. Yeah, it just it. felt perfect. It just felt natural. Yeah. That said there was you know, I for sure made mistakes and I was not <laughs> adding a thousand right off of the right out of the gate. But, right. Right. Um, I, I was enjoying what I was doing. I was enjoying watching actors grow, um, which to this day is, I think is the, th- the thing that I love most about it is, is watching an actor uh, learn more about um, themselves and learn more about, uh, you know, artistry. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 the thing that keeps me keeps me in it, is 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 watching actors learn and grow and evolve, um, and also watching them be successful, right? Like, hearing somebody booked a guest star, I get more joy out of that than than actually booking a job. <laughs> like, and that, that's the truth. Like, I get really excited when one of my students is like, "Yeah, I booked it." That's a true sign of a teacher too, I, I, and I think it is. Yeah. I think it is you know, um, but, um, yeah, I love, I love the bottom line is, is I love working with actors and I love watching them grow and I love teaching them technique. Um, so yeah, so process, uh, my process with actors is, is really, you know, it's about taking a look at the big picture and then zooming in if I can really simplify it and distill it. (laughs) Um, I come from Stanislavski based training, which I think most of us do. Um, So, you know, that's my, my basis. But the thing that we start with is, is script analysis, big picture. What are the facts? Let's pull them out and let's put the puzzle together so we can really, really look at it. Um, The next thing is structuring the scene. Uh, what am I doing here? What am I saying? Um, actions, right? If you're an actor and you're listening to this, actions. Uh, moment-to-moment work. Really breaking that down so it's clear where, where we are as a character in the scene. You know, who am I? All these questions that we ask, it's, it's acting one-on-one. The next is connection. Um, how am I connecting to the text? How am I connecting to these moments? And for me, it, it, it's always about a substitution. Always about sense memory. Um, So, and again, if you're not an actor and you're listening to that, you you may not know what that is. Um, But it really is about asking that big question of, when have I felt this way? When have I felt like this character? And then taking that and drawing the parallel. Because, you know, as as Penny used to say, this was the thing that made the biggest impact on me. Or one of the things that made a big impact on, on me is... As long as you have a couple of colors, you can play anything. As long as you have a couple of colors that the that the character has, you can play that character, hmm. and you're going to take it and you're going to put your stamp on it. And that that's that's what great actors do. So, um, yeah, that's that's a very, that's a simplified version of the process, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and there was
0: something that you said too about. How you find a lot of joy in not only actors developing and growing in their craft, but also that they are able to learn more about themselves. And I'm curious if you could elaborate on that a little bit more. How do you feel like acting can help people learn more about themselves?
1: So, yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think acting does two things for us. It first allows us to step out of ourselves. And we have to suddenly understand the experience of... The character, the experience of, you know, the story. Where is the story going? What is it trying to say? The experience of the playwright, which is really important. We don't, um, we don't give writers enough credit, and I think we we don't pay enough attention to what they're trying to say. Well, some do. I, I I'm speaking very generally, um, so. Yeah, uh, it, it forces us, not forces, but um, it's good to step out of yourself and take a look at that big picture. You know, what, are, what is everybody experiencing in this? And then we have to ask ourselves, how am I experiencing this? When have I felt like this? So immediately you're creating empathy and that empathy, that understanding is something that really is lost in this world, especially now. So that's why it's important. That's why art is important, because I think all art forms do that thing, where we have to step out of ourselves and also step inward, and maybe by doing so we create empathy. Um, so, And also, you know, just just being in front of a room of people and having to say these words and, and be vulnerable. Because any, any type of anytime you show emotion, and it's honest, and it's true, that's a place of vulnerability. Um, so having to do that is, uh, I think, immediately makes us more comfortable with ourselves, more comfortable with our own experience, able to express our own experience in a better way. And if we're able to do that, if we're able to express ourselves better, I think, in turn, we strengthen our relationships. We strengthen ourselves. Um, we strengthen our communities. Yeah, yeah. It's Jesus it's Christ, <laughs> Pat. That's that's heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good stuff, though. <laughs> what? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I
0: implement this in your life, listeners. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. well
1: I mean. As long as we're not talking about building a brand, I think I think we're on the right track. Right, right.
0: <laughs> I'm curious. So there, there's a lot of great things we were talking about, about the craft and about why acting is so important. Yeah. That not only to our development as actors and artists, but also as people. Sure. And I guess for those actors who might be listening to this podcast, they're like, oh, yeah, that's great. Like, of course. But... How, how can I perform better in the audition room? Yeah. And so I'm wondering, from yeah. your perspective, what, what do you find most actors tend to get wrong when they are going out on auditions? And how can they uh, course correct in sure. order to be able to improve yeah, themselves? Yeah, yeah. So this
1: is, this is, again, this is like case by case. Everybody's different. Um, but speaking generally, I, I think one is preparation. Um, take the time to really learn the scene, make thoughtful choices, stay connected to it. Um, Understand the tone of the show or the play that you're going out for. Um, If you can watch an episode, watch an episode so you get a feel for it. Um, Yeah. All of that stuff. Preparation is, is, is really key. Uh, If be off book. I know this sounds like a thing of like, oh, I have six pages. No, be off book for that. Or as much as you can. Because the minute, especially for film and TV, the minute you drop those eyes down and look at your page, you've broken the spell. Yeah. We're, it's amazing how quick that happens. And it's too. How, it is so quick. Yeah. And suddenly we're not in it anymore as an audience. And you're not in it as an actor. So really know those lines. I know there's going to be cases where you're in the audition room and it's you know the first time you're really doing the piece um and you have to look at your script that's going to happen so i'm not saying you know you have to come in with a full performance but you really have to know know the material know the character know what you have to say and know what know what the piece has to say um so that's that's number 1 is preparation now if you've done the preparation and you're you still feel like you're not you know performing well in the room. um, I think oftentimes it's, it's the pressure of thinking I have to get a job. Yeah. You're not there to get a job, right? You're given the job. What you're there to do is to present them with your interpretation. It's a chance for you to go in and show them your work. It's a chance to act there's a great Philip Seymour Hoffman quote, and I and I hope he actually said this, but I see it all the time. And, you know, his approach to auditioning was, yeah, enjoy it. And I'm paraphrasing, I'm probably murdering the quote, but um, yeah, enjoy acting that day because somebody else paid for the for the room and you get a chance to act. You get to do the thing that you love. That's a great way to look at it. And it's so true. Yeah. You get to wake up, and you get to go to an audition, and everybody in that room is actually rooting for you. The casting director wants you to do well. They're your friend. It's a time to go in and collaborate. And again, I think oftentimes we feel that anxiety, that pressure of having to get a job, that pressure of sitting down in the room and seeing, oh my God, there's like... Four other people who look like me. Um, I don't deserve to be here. The casting director gave me a note and she was really, really brief with me. Right, All of these things add up to, yeah, not a great experience. But again, it's, it's, it's not about you. It's just the way this machine works. So you have to go into that audition room fully prepared and find a way to enjoy just doing the work those five minutes it's your five minutes so just you know you have to find a way to enjoy it Um, none of what I I've said is easy it's very hard but if you can find a way to manage that that audition anxiety and I think the big one is just preparation because when you feel prepared you're ready to go you're ready to show them what what you're all about yeah Um, and number two if those those slight Things of anxiety are creeping in. It it probably is about that pressure of booking a job. So realize that you're not there to get a job. You're there to present them with your work. And if they choose you, be grateful. Right.
0: There's like a simplicity to it, too. Like like what you were saying, it's definitely not easy. There's a lot of hard work that needs to be put into it. But we always have a tendency to make the situation much more complex than it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's as simple as preparing, going in, doing the best work that you can, and then leaving and being grateful for the opportunity to perform for that one, two, th- maybe three minutes.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Um, and, and the reality is, is that everything in this business is an audition. Even when you're on a stage, even when you're on a television screen, somebody is watching you and right, they may want to hire you. Huh. Yeah. So being prepared in your work, being uh, masterful in your craft is the most important thing. Um, you know, posting on social media, <laughs> um, full circle, <laughs> full circle is, is not frankly, yeah. Speaking.
0: Well, and yeah, it's actually when we when we talk about this, it puts the whole social media thing into like a whole other perspective yeah. of like, okay, what's important versus what's not as important.
1: Right. Right. And sure, there are, there are certainly things that are important about social media and there's certainly things that are good about it. Um, but for the most part, uh, I, I don't think we... I don't think it's as important as as we all make it out to be um, so it's just it's just my opinion it's <laughs> a valid <bell-out> opinion though <laughs> well yeah I think so <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you think that your professional experience in acting and in coaching fellow actors has helped you to? better relate and communicate with people in general who yes may be actors yes may be in the entertainment industry but also just just people who are not involved in the industry at all
1: oh that's a tough question uh, I think it's I think it's made I, I think being an actor and also teaching acting for me has, has made me more adept at reading people um and reading them very quickly, which is, you know, good for my personal relationships or for myself. I think it's made me very comfortable with, with who I am uh, and being comfortable in my own skin. Um, I think I could be better at communicating <laughs> in my personal relationships uh, for being honest, um, but I think we all can. Um, It's a work in progress. Uh, Yeah, so I hope that's a good answer. Oh, yeah. No, that's great.
0: Yeah, I I think that what you said, that acting makes you feel more comfortable about who you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that that's hugely very important because as an actor, you really do have to dissect those deep inner parts within yourself that right. may have gone unexplored otherwise. Yeah. And it really allows you to
1: observe different parts of yourself that sometimes you didn't even know existed. Right. And, but at the same time, um, not for a second do I think that acting is therapy. Um, I think that it's certainly a way to understand your place in the world, understand who you are, what you have to say, um, what others have to say but not for a second. Do I think it's therapy? Uh, therapy is its own thing. Um, and you know, I am not here as a teacher to be a therapist. Yeah. Uh, That is a totally different field that requires years of training, years of expertise. Um, I'm sure that there are connections and overlaps, but that is not what I do. And I would not pretend for a second that that's what I do. Um, so just to sort of get that out there, because I feel like at times when we talk about these sort of things, it sounds like therapy. Yeah, yeah. But it is not. Right. So if you're coming to an acting class looking for therapy, you're in the wrong place. Just yeah. to be clear. No, that's a, that's a really good <laughs> disclaimer. Because you're right. We are using parts of ourselves that we keep hidden. Um, we're using very private things and very private feelings. So you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with bringing that sort of thing up. Um, But at the same time, it is not therapy. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I think
0: you're absolutely right. I think there is an important distinction to make there because you're embodying someone else. And then at the end of the day, you also have to shake that off. Yeah. And live about your
1: own daily life, too. You're using your own experience to play someone else. Yeah. So there's like this melding of the two things, um, because I think that at, at the core of every great perform at the core of every great performance is the actor's private thoughts and feelings, their experience, um, and also their imagination. And where those two meet, I don't know. But the, that's at yeah, that's at the very core of a great performance. Yeah. Those two things.
0: Yeah. is when they happily meet somewhere happily in meet the middle. Somewhere. Yeah. So Ryan, so much of what we talk about on the ships podcast, and I feel like what is very important within the entertainment industry as well, is the importance of building meaningful relationships with people who you're working with. Hmm. And so I'm wondering from your perspective, working as an acting coach, working as an actor, how crucial is it to build these relationships? And what would your definition be of a deep, meaningful relationship?
1: Ooh. um, So I think, you know, if we're talking about like a strong relationship, I think they're vital to a happy life, whether it be with, you know, your spouse or your partner, your parents, um, siblings, family, friends. Those connections are vital. That is being human. Being part of a community is human. We do not exist as islands. Um, <clears throat> and I think so often with technology, we start to feel like islands. And that's that's a, it's a troubling thing. <laughs> Bring me back for a second, Pat. What, <laughs> what was the yeah. question?
0: <laughs> yeah, so... A lot of what we talk about on yeah. this podcast is the importance of relationships. And right. Those so, relationships.
1: so those personal relationships are really important in terms of being vital, just in terms of being human. Professionally, um, as a teacher especially, and even as an actor, I think, you know, my relationship with obviously my representation or my relationship with my students um, or with a director or producer or whatever, <clears throat> comes down to trust. Um, and not betraying that trust. Uh, It it comes down to really listening, um, particularly as a teacher, really being aware of, of, of what a student is either doing or or asking me is, is important. So trust is, is I think the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Trust is the key, (laughs) I guess. Sure. (laughs) That's what came into my mind when you said it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really thought about it, but I think I think it's I think it's about trust, yeah.
0: Well, Ryan, yeah. thank you so much for joining <laughs> us on the Ships podcast. I really appreciate you coming oh, on. Oh, thank and you. I also really appreciate your work not only as an actor but also as an acting coach. Just oh, having you. had the privilege to be <laughs> in a class with you and hope to take another yeah. class with you down the line. I really appreciate your generosity and your thoughtfulness in training oh. actors. And also your deep level of commitment to the craft of acting and that yeah. how that could help us not only as actors, but how acting and, and performing could help and art could help humankind in general. So I really appreciate that. Well, thank you. Thank you for having
1: me. And uh, yeah, uh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> it's, Before, been, it's been fun. It went by it, so fast. It's, I know it did. I could have uh, done another two hours. <laughs>
0: Um, before we <laughs> sign off, I'm wondering if you could share with us uh, just some information, maybe a website or platform sure. where our listeners could find out more information uh, about you.
1: Yeah, the best place to find me is at my website, um, ryan-kessler.com. Um, my classes are up there. If you're, if you're interested, um, you can certainly contact me through the site. Uh, so that's, that's definitely the best way. Awesome.
0: Great. Well, we'll make sure to include that in the show notes of the podcast as well. So, Ryan, thank you so much again. All right. Thank you. Ryan Kessler, everyone. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode, listening to acting, the craft of acting, and how acting and art could help save humanity. So thank you so much again for coming on the show, Ryan. If you liked this episode, please feel free to share it with your friends. Leave a comment, leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. Also, if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. Said voicemail may be released in a future episode of Ships, so feel free to call in. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue having on inspiring and amazing Guess. So, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Ships, and I look forward to joining you in the next one.